All right, we're live, man. Mike's <laughs> hearing himself. It's getting weird up in here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, oh, yeah. man. Welcome, welcome. How was the trip back to the Shy Town? Dude, I don't know what happened. We were talking about it at lunch. How like maybe nobody travels on Saturday. Right. Yeah. It was fucking packed. Oh, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was really bad. So uh, you had to wait in line me, for a while, I imagine. Yeah, it took me a while to get through security, even with like the premium access. You do the clear? Are you a clear man? No, I just bought that first class ticket, baby. Oh, that's right. First class. Oh, yeah. Uh, nice, man. All right. Well, um, well, at least you made it on the plane and you got back. That's good. Oh, dude, thank God I got that first class. I would have never made it. Exactly, right? So it pays to pay. No, 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 not make it onto the plane, the trip. Oh, really? Dude, they fucking, uh, they, they had to de-ice the plane. That's right. So we ended, dude, we ended up sitting on that plane for about five, six hours, the whole, whole when it was all said and done. That's horrible, because they typically don't even let you go to the bathroom or, or serve drinks, right? So nobody else got drinks. We were getting champagne. Yeah, first oh, class. <laughs> now, we couldn't get up, though, during the de-icing, and so we boarded on time, but we left, like, an hour and a half late. All right, nice. And then because we had left so late, by the time we got to Chicago, we ended up taxiing around the city, like, five times, dude. Wow, because the storm is basically in Chicago now. Uh, it's freezing here today. Yeah, it's like 17. And there you go. And the snow is coming, I promise. We were cloud seeding oh. like crazy for six days straight. We built up a nice storm over here in Denver. Yeah, I saw it. It looked pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was cool. You got your first taste of it, right? Oh, yeah, the haze. Yeah, you'll get that uh, silver iodide <laughs> taste out of your mouth in a few days, I'm sure. Dude, I got to tell you, though, the whole time I was in Colorado, by the way, thanks for having me. Great hey, trip. Oh, yeah, you got it. Uh, dude, I could not recover, man. I was so tired the whole time. There's <laughs> nothing. My whole body didn't feel right, you know? That's right, man. I swear to God, that dirty, cold Chicago air. I walked from the blue line home. I, by the time I got home, I had so much energy. My body just felt like I could run a marathon. It is literally the blood <laughs> rushing back through your system into your brain. I'm not joking, dude. I'm not trying to exaggerate it. I like my hangover that I had for four days went away. Everything just I felt great <laughs> after that long walk, you know. My hangover still kicking. That's why I'm chugging beers as we roll through the show. A little hair of the dog. Oh yeah. Oh. oh. Come to Chicago. Oh, man. When I do, <laughs> like, we went to Florida not too long ago, and I can put them down almost too fast. I get a little carried away. No, that's why you come, to, when we went to Florida, you're Superman. You're like, <laughs> I know. you need as much sleep, you got so much energy, it's you incredible. drink all night. That's right. And if I soak up some sun, I literally can fly to the next uh, destination. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> not really fly, I jump like Hulk in the first Hulk. Remember that? Uh well, which jump? Yeah, that in one scene he's in New York. He can only go building to building, and then he goes into the desert and he's going mountain to mountain. <laughs> he jumps like from you know the UK to Egypt in one leap. Right? <laughs> it's pretty incredible. He's the energy of the pyramid. <laughs> That's right. You know, he is the Hulk. For sure. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, so uh, yeah. When Maybe he... it depends how mad he is. Well, now you know when it comes to athletes. 
you know, they come to Colorado, man, it it's supposed to be an advantage to teams here. It's called the home court advantage, essentially, for the Nuggets or the Broncos, right? These teams show up here, and they're not used to that elevation, man. And so they show up the night before, a few nights before, right? Hit up the strip club, maybe do a few drinks, but take it easy in their mind. But, oh, man, their body's not ready for it. I didn't drink that much when I was there. I could not recover. It's incredible. I just couldn't recover. I know. Yeah. I, I, I tried not to make fun of you too much. It was <laughs> a little embarrassing, but I let I'm it slide. I'm such a bitch when I'm there, dude. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Like, all I want to do is take a nap, you know? Well, you know, I started thinking that maybe I got a drinking problem. You know, if you're the one with the drinking problem back there. Oh, man. Yeah. No, and I figure out next time I go there, I'm going to secretly go a week ahead of time. Oh, like, yeah. Know, acclimate. Good and call. And be like, oh, Frank, I'm here. And then we can hang out for three days. <laughs> just drink me under the table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a fun time, good weekend. Uh, everything's been on delay a little bit, but we've, we've gotten through. Got to go back to work this week. I, I, I know gotta, a lot of people that took Monday you, off. Man. Sorry, oh, yeah. I didn't call you. Oh, no, Dude, carry they, on. You're sitting in the Denver airport. Everybody looks so good. Everything is clean. The toilets, are they don't smell bad. There's actually like a nice little air fragrance in the, in the air. And uh, <laughs> <clears throat> way more seats than people. Actually... I had like three different kinds of chairs to choose from. Yeah, they are upgrading. They're gearing up for the end of the world when they usher in all the elites to uh, save them and put them in the underground cities. That's just the welcoming center. Uh, very nice. They're very nice. That, yeah. I got to tell you. Exactly. Right. The minute you get off that plane in Chicago, everybody. Dude, even in first class, you land in Chicago. You think it's first class. It's going to be classy. A little class. No. No, assholes fighting to rush off the goddamn plane. <laughs> yeah, like you're literally fourth in line. You're fourth in line, and you have to fight to get to third in line. It's pretty outrageous. This new phenomenon—it's very new. It has only happened in the last few years, where people from somewhere in the back, right when the plane lands, and they say you can unbuckle your seatbelt, they just end up in the front waiting in the aisle. Yeah. And now you're sitting there patiently waiting and some guy's ass is in your face for 25 minutes? Well, no, everybody's trying to rush past and I can't even get my bag out of the fucking overhead. That's right. You know, it's, you, got, you guys are supposed to be first class. Come on, a little class. Ah, <laughs> uh, so pissed. All right, well, you survived. Yeah, I mean, then, that's, you know. then you get in the airport and everybody is, is just so packed in O'Hare and everybody's so miserable and it's just like musky and hot and... <laughs> Such a terrible environment. Like, can't we do better? Well, we have put in billions, and I mean billions upon billions, into the Denver Illuminati airport. There's a lot of money being pumped into that baby. Yeah, good call. So, you know, I I think that there's a reason why it's squeaky clean and nice. They employ quite a bit of people. I know a fellow who works there these days. He's one of the... The people who works the floors there, you know, one of the attendants doesn't do the flights, but hangs out on the base and seems to enjoy the gig, right? It's, it's an, they pay really well, especially this year when they rolled back the vaccine mandates and they sent letters to all their favorite employees and said, come back. 
Come back. We're Remember not gonna, <laughs> We're not gonna do that Nazi thing we were talking about a year ago with the mandates. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, we won't do it in the future, we promise. What's that? China pneumonia? Oh man, yeah. Did you read the docket? <laughs> no, is it on there? Well, what is going on in China, man? It always starts in China, right? We got a little Wuhan bat market pangolin action, I believe. Right? No, maybe, possibly. I don't think this one's a bat pangolin. I don't. I don't know what this one is. So currently, there is a major issue happening all across China with a uh, children respiratory disease. Right, which isn't that kind of the RSV, isn't that you know sort of in that alley? Yeah, but I think this is a new one. I don't know why. Probably because well, Fauci made it. Fa- Fauci's been quiet, which means he's been busy, <laughs> probably overseas. We, uh, you know, he may have disappeared. You know, whereabouts unknown. Potentially China. Yeah, potentially uh, China. That's right. Or, or it's just the new people in charge, or just, you know. Well, Fauci definitely wasn't in one of the 13 bioweapons labs we had throughout Ukraine, because now Russia has those under their control. Oh, that's which is right. nice, yeah. Uh, let me see here. I thought I had it on there. Did I not throw down on the... Uh, on the? Oh, yeah, you do have it on here, yeah. Oh, there it is, yeah, of course. New China virus. Let's dig in. It's a quickie, but a goodie, and you're going to like it. It'll give us a lowdown on what's truly coming our way, probably in the next... Oh, uh, when's the election? It was somewhere before now in the election. (laughs) The growing concerns in China as the country deals with a rise in respiratory illnesses and clusters of pneumonia in children. The World Health Organization formally asking Beijing for more details on the spike in cases. Britt Clennett has more from Hong Kong. Britt, good morning. Good morning, Wit. Yeah, China has given more information on these outbreaks of pneumonia among children, telling the WHO that it is not seeing any unusual or novel pathogens. Now, Chinese local media reported earlier that some hospitals in northern China are at capacity with young patients as clusters of what was originally reported as undiagnosed pneumonia have been on the rise since last month. But these have now been attributed to common viruses like the flu, like RSV and other bacterial illnesses. Now, health authorities note the uptick in cases uh, may actually be because this is China's first flu season since it lifted its very strict COVID restrictions and much like what you'll remember happening in the US an influx of kids becoming ill when those lockdowns ended but the WHO says it is closely monitoring the situation all right and there was an official word uh, I saw from China they said we 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 saw we oh saw we <laughs> oh man i've been working on that one all day how do you it's beautiful it's beautiful got a real talent for those asian uh accents oh hiroshima uh so, <laughs> so good Jinkuya. i so i found this to be outrageously well-timed. Here we are, November, December. This is no different uh, outside of the fact November, December in 2019, they just weren't admitting that it was floating around. Like, if you were kind of digging into news, and I actually re- remember telling Emma all the time, like, hey, you know, there's some super uh, <laughs> thing coming out of China, I think, pretty soon. You know? And then remember I told the story where I caught it? I got the prime yeah, yeah. virus. 
<laughs> patient zero. Patient zero. That's right, man. Uh, COVID prime. Because, you know, we do everything prime now and see you Boulder with Coach Prime. Everything's prime, right? Oh, was that COVID prime? Uh, yes. No, that, yeah. that was always the alpha, wasn't it? <laughs> I think it they, was. Like, even when it came out, like, remember how World War One wasn't World War One until we had World War Two? Right. Before that, it was the Great War. Oh, good the call. the war to end all wars. Yeah. Because you couldn't have a one until you have a two. That's correct. So it was, that's why I was saying it was always really weird that from day one, it was just alpha. Yeah. It should... Like, they knew there were more variants to come. <laughs> You're right, man. <laughs> yeah. and then, then we made our way to, uh, what was it, Delta 9? Or what, what was the whole thing that we yeah, were I remember, at? we made it to G, but we had to skip it. Oh, correct. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they ended up going with the xylophone, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember. <laughs> no, but think about the irony. It's like, all right, we really got to direct this away from China. We'll just give them names that are the Greek alphabet. Yes. And then you get to the name of the president of China. <laughs> That's the universe speaking to you guys. Oh, man. Or it was purposely planned that way. So if we got that far, maybe someone planted a seed. You know, like, all right, we'll blame it on China. It was Q. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of Q talk out there in the X-verse. You hear what they've reduced our language down to? Did you hear about that Q up in the X? (laughs) Bunch of retards over here. (laughs) No, that's genius branding, dude. There's only 26 letters. You guys got two. Yeah, and they're they're worth a lot, I think, in, uh, what's the game, Scrabble? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those are like 13 points for that Q. Yeah, man. That's good stuff. Well, you can't really do names, right? So is Q an idea or a name or a group? Ooh. It's kind of like an all-encompassing. Q is mm. definitely like a PSYOP, right? Like It was created by the CIA for sure. Yeah, I would assume so. Or, and I've had a long-held belief, it was Brian Stelter at CNN the whole time. No, uh, he's too dumb. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's why they had to give him a job at Harvard. At Harvard, yeah. <laughs> you can teach gender studies at Harvard, Brian. You're too dumb to be a patsy. You're too dumb to be a mule. You know what I mean? You're too dumb to be a face <laughs> of this movement. Uh, go to Harvard. All right, so what are we saying here? What's the call, the official call? We can play this again someday down the road. Let's say October when we're all locked down because of this new respiratory Chinese virus. Um. Are we gonna? Are they gonna do this? Is this the new COVID that they've been waiting for, man? Yeah, I don't know. There's a. Uh, I'm not worried about the virus. It's a very scary what they're talking about with the World Health Organization. Yes. And how like yes, we need to act before it gets out of control because now it's the children. You know. Yeah, man. They needed one that affects the children, which is why I believe they rolled out excessively this bizarre new RSV vaccine, which doesn't harm adults. And apparently every elderly person everywhere had to get it now, along with the flu shot. Remember doing the, uh, it was the triple boost or whatever, right? What was that thing? No, the double dose. Fucking Kelsey, remember? He's the, that's why he's like, that's why they gave him uh, Taylor Swift. Right, because he did everything is good in twos, right? The double, the double deuce. The, the double shot, and then, you know. You get to give Taylor the old double shot. That's right. And with the uh, the Kelsey uh, one, you get the Kelsey two, the brothers, so it's the double douche, actually, that I like to call it. 
The Double Douche. What a great name for their podcast. <laughs> well, speaking of which, did you hear the huge news this weekend? Topping the Billboard, maybe not the Billboard charts, but topping the Apple streaming charts, the number one downloaded song of the week. Don't tell me. Are you, are you familiar? Did no, you hear it? Come no, on. No, I, don't tell me it's the Kelsey brothers. Have you been living under a rock, bro? Last yeah. week, we got to hear Jason and Travis yeah. belt it out on their very own Christmas song. And like something from their wildest <laughs> dreams, that tune shot to number one on the iTunes chart. This week on their New Heights podcast, the Kelseys are thanking a very special group of people who managed to get the NFL players to top the charts. We owe a big thanks to one group in particular, besides the 92 percenters, and that's the Swifties, because the Swifties came out. 1,000%. I sent out one tweet when it got to eight, and I got like 85 <laughs> tweets from Swifties across the world saying, oh, you think eight's good? We're taking this to number one, and they did. <laughs> wow. A sphincter says what? They're, yeah. they're literally laughing you people to the bank. They are <laughs> laughing at you guys all the way to the fucking bank. <laughs> Well, I just made the stupid song, and my girlfriend's fans are like, oh, we're going to make it number one. And they already make millions. They literally are laughing their way to the bank, and all of you fucking fools, you Swifties. Yeah, this is great stuff, man. People. Thanks, Taylor. Appreciate you, and thank you to the Swifties. Thank you. (laughs) The Swifties. Yeah, the Swifties. Isn't the Swiftie the thing that you put the rag on, and then you wipe your floor? Oh, right. No, it's a swift, swifter. swifter. Yeah. yeah, swifter, 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 snifter, swiffer. Uh. <laughs> Swifties, yeah, man. They took this new jingle um, about Christmas. I haven't heard the song myself. I, I think they were maybe playing it a little back there in the background, but it sounds like a, a hot jam. I'm happy for these Kelsey bros. They seem to be... At the top of the mountain right now. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Something's coming. They're literally playing. They played each other last year in the Super Bowl. They're going to play each other again, probably in the Super Bowl. Taylor's going to be there. Usher's playing the halftime show. It's going to be glorious, man. And these guys have their podcast and probably some sort of Netflix special we haven't heard about that they're filming. You know, there's going to be so much. So, you know, they're, they're at the top. But you know what happens when you're at the top. Well, first of all, you had to sell your soul to get there. There's no way. Like, this is, is it just me, or does it seem so artificially enhanced? Oh, 100%, man. The like 100%. The whole thing. <laughs> they're, like, just forcing it down your throat, you know? And all these fools. Dude, TikTok has ruined our country. I just, I, the more I... The, the more I, like, talk to, to younger people and hang out with younger people, just TikTok has TikTok's ruined us. China did the greatest psyop ever <laughs> yes. introducing TikTok into our population, and they have destroyed the minds of uh, all of the youth. There's no critical thinking. Not only know? that, I mean, look at what has happened to people's ability to converse. That's what I mean. Dude, when we went to the bar, one of the things I noticed every time we went to a bar, me and you never had our phones out or on the table. I left mine at home, actually, every time we went out. I uh, get in a lot of trouble because I always leave my phone at home.
because then I talk to you and you're looking at me. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at you and we're talking, looking around. Yeah. You look around, everybody's on the phone. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's really, it really said. We went out know, um, for some sushi last night and it was like a sushi ramen place. Try and kill the hangover that had been wreaking havoc on our souls for three days. And so we uh, were chowing down on salty foods and waiting for the bill to come. And I'm kind of glancing around and I saw one couple at a table right next to us, both of them staring at their phones. And then I glanced across the room and there was a couple at the sushi bar, both of them on their phones. And then there was a table of four to my right, all four of them. On their phones, you guessed it. It oh, was really weird looking. So sad. And remember, we were at the bar. They had that. All those kids were there with their parents, and they all were sitting on that chair, on that long couch. Yeah, it was probably. There's literally six kids sitting right, on this man. long couch, just staring at their phones, all doing something different on their phone. Zombified, man. Yeah, and I used to work at a bar for many years. I would get off my shift, and you know, you typically had about forty-five minutes or so to wait for the bus, and I would hang out and have some brewskis, and I loved to hang standing up at the end of the bar where I could chat with the bartenders or anyone kind of bopping around the area, but one of the sorest sights for me almost always was being able to peer down the bar and seeing maybe a dozen or so gentlemen in the, between 40 and 60 just staring at their phones. Yeah. Lonely souls, man, staring into the black abyss in their palms. So sad. Well, that's what we've become, dude. I mean, apparently it's much more entertaining, right? We're very close to people just preferring to, you know, put on the goggles and just disappear into that, you know, universe. Yeah. I don't know. But, but it's really crazy. It's why you don't... I don't know. For, <laughs> it's why nobody knows that, like, you know, nobody, nobody even knows that this, like, really weird thing happened where the Democratic Party of New York changed the law just to open up a window so that these women could sue anybody who's in their way, you know? Yeah, man, I, I totally and, agree. And, and, but everybody knows Kim Kardashian did whatever, and, you know, everybody, everybody on TikTok has all seen the same video. Of this person saying something crazy, you know? TikTok is a funny one to me because what I keep seeing is, oh my God, I'm thoroughly entertained by this person who is doing nothing. There's no talent. Yes. There's zero talent in what they are doing. And I'm, I'm thoroughly entertained. And I'm laughing hysterically for 13 seconds. And then I'm on to the next thing. And I'm laughing hysterically. Hardy har, so you know. Oh, and now I'm. Uh, it's a dance move. Wow, this is crazy, amazing. And then the next one is someone's just like stuffing their face. Yeah, it's not good to have that. You keep just rolling. It's like through. any moment of downtime. That's your immediate go-to. Have have some inner dialogue during those quiet moments. You know. Right. Yeah. I, I think maybe that's why we are in a position of. You could probably program 30 plus percent of people to just totally agree with you and your policies, regardless if it hurts or helps them. Yeah, they're called Democrats. Yeah, yeah, all right, man. Well, speaking of Democrats and their policies killing them, 
Uh, typically this time of year, it's usually around now, we get the incredible videos, some of my favorite on a yearly basis, of the mobs of insane individuals going crazy for the deals at the Target and the Best Buy and the Walmart. Remember the stampedes of folks getting oh, trampled? Oh, the Tickle Me Elmo. Remember that one? Even I saw a video from 2016 of people just tearing boxes out of other people's hands, man. It was complete anarchy at this one Walmart, right? On like a, it was the Black Friday night. Videos this year were all about how <laughs> empty stores. <laughs> Nobody was shopping this year. No. Nothing happened. No stampede? No nothing, man. There were no sales, really. Nothing. There were a lot of sale, phony sales going on. There were viral images of people showing that prices hadn't changed between a week ago and their Black Friday sale signs. <laughs> yeah. Like, Bidenomics. It's Bidenomics. Actually, it did go on sale, but in three weeks, the price went up 15%. So, That's right. You know, sale kind of just covered the inflation from a month ago. It's so crazy, man. I don't think everyone's going to be... This might be one of the worst holiday shopping seasons, I think, in a long time. I think so. Huh? Well, Not we, so merry. Well, here we are. We are three years in to the Bidenomics experience, or experiment, if you will. And it seems like all of these policies have finally kind of caught up to a lot of people. Yeah, you're three years into your presidency. You're, you're at that point now where everything you did in the beginning to undo what the last guy did, now you, it's <laughs> on you now. You can't blame the last guy. These are your policies coming to fruition. Yeah, it's pretty rough stuff. And he's coming to Colorado this week, actually. He's going to be in Pueblo. It's a previous trip that he canceled from uh, earlier in the summer. Oh, they're going to set a double for that one. Come yeah, on. Definitely. I'm, I'm looking forward. <laughs> Positive it's going to be Black Eye Biden. Pretty sure. You know, the tough guy yeah, it'll Biden. Be a double. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's coming. He's going to tout. Apparently, they're going to go to Pueblo because. Pueblo allegedly has a plant down there where they're manufacturing the wind turbine things or something to do with, uh, you know, green energy nonsense. They don't want to go down there to talk about how it's one of the highest crime rates in the country. Uh, (laughs) We don't want to discuss that, man. Nah, the windmills. Come on. Remember the windmill farms? Over Thanksgiving in Pueblo, there was a massive fire that endangered, like, hundreds of homes and thousands of people uh, in this area near a lake that has high brush and allegedly is a frequented home for many homeless people who just like to make campfires that go out of control (laughs) and that's kind of what happened man but uh, biden's gonna visit and he's apparently in the article i read he's there literally to tout bidenomics not a great idea for anyone who knows pueblo colorado uh it's not the spot on the map all the uh, hippie liberals are pointing to to move (laughs) I assure you. The Obamas aren't buying property? No, no. Oprah has yet to buy beachfront in Pueblo. Really? Because usually they only burn these places down so Oprah can buy more. That's right, dude. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, speaking of land burning, you know that uh, that overpass in in California that burned down? Yeah, I don't know if we ever really got to it, but a huge stretch of Highway 101 or something like that. Caught on fire. It was a major issue. I don't know. Are, have they reopened it yet? No, it caused structural damage to the cement pillars holding up the bridge. Wow. 
All right. And uh, everybody was like, they didn't know who to blame. Nobody really kind of kept it quiet because it was a homeless encampment. So was it the homeless guys? It was. You know, it was probably their pallets. Then it turns out, I think this was in uh, San Francisco or L.A.? It was L.A., I'm pretty sure, yeah. But apparently, they have this huge overstock of hand sanitizer. No! (laughs) Dude, the reason the fire burned so hot that it, like, destroyed the metal inside the cement pillars is because there were pallets of hand sanitizer being stored under the overpass. Wow, man. COVID is the gift that keeps giving, folks. That's what you don't understand. <laughs> and then the homeless that were living there, their shit caught on fire because they they got like hot plates and microwaves underneath a tarp. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then the tarp catches on fire, caught the pallets, and then the, the, uh, the hand sanitizer. Man, must have been impossible to put that shit out. It's really incredible how there's probably backlogs of hand sanitizer everywhere. I mean, I, here in Boulder and Denver... There are some, like, distilleries and breweries where they dedicated lines that used to run beer where they were, like, pumping out hand sanitizer. Oh, you remember that? It was so insane, it would man. Be, it would be like 312 Brewery. I uh, never used, hand proudly never used hand sanitizer during the pandemic and would openly turn it down. And I was offered so much hand sanitizer, I was grossed out by it. But I, I just kept saying, no, 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 thanks. Not going to do it. Mm. Not a fan. I don't like the sanitizer. Uh, I use fucking buckets of it. Yeah, see, we live in different worlds, though. <laughs> I'm constantly putting my hands in toilets you, and shit. You're touching yeah. stuff that I probably don't ever have to touch. Uh, so, yeah. you know, it's a different world. Different, but, though. Especially <laughs> in COVID times, man. I feel like people were extra disgusting in those days. Yeah, and actually, I'll go all day with shit on my hands. I just do the sanitizer, like, right before I eat. I don't judge, man. I'm just saying, people went cuckoo with the sanitizer during COVID, and I said a big no thanks the entire time. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was like the first time people thought of... It was weird. It was the first time people started washing their hands. It was so crazy. You guys never washed (laughs) your hands before? Now we're all washing our hands? How disgusting were all you people before COVID? Dude, I gotta tell you, man, while I was uh, waiting for you to start, I started, I just, uh... Found the new season of South Park. All right. Is that on Paramount? Uh, HBO. Oh, it is on HBO. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's season 26. It's like this season. uh, This year. It came out this year. So fucking good, dude. It's so funny. Is this the one where they made fun of Disney? No, I think that was like a... Maybe that one is on Paramount. I don't know what they're doing anymore with these uh, streaming services. <laughs> they're all over the place now, man. It's hard to keep up. <laughs> right. <laughs> so they have yeah. a, currently they have also an HBO Max series continuing, I am assuming, from what, like the, the original? And so maybe this Paramount thing is an offshoot? Probably like a movie. Maybe. Yeah, I could see that. I don't know. I was thinking of getting into the, uh, checking out the Paramount. I just... So many subscriptions, you know? I can't handle it. No, I refuse. Okay, you're out. (laughs) But you're saying New South Park is on fire. Yeah, it's all right. Just all right. All right, are you you endorsing? Are you giving a watchable or an unwatchable? Uh, Sorry, man, I don't know why, but somebody's at my door. You got a watchable. That's crazy, sorry. All right. Uh, I give it a watchable. All right, man. Wow. We have, uh, we have an intruder alert? 
Yeah, I don't know why they're here, and I don't know who it is. It's fucking killing me. <laughs> they're not leaving. They're like yelling through the door. Wow, we could uh, we could start up again if you want. No, that's all right. Let's just keep going. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll just leave. It could be the cops. It might be a better, you know, better just not to answer, right? Make them think that nobody's there. What were we talking about? Were we talking about <laughs> anything crazy? <laughs> oh my God, it's Eric Adams. Oh, he's there, man. He heard. He heard you're the one who ratted him out. Well, speaking of um, good things from COVID still sticking around, and I think that's what this is all from, right? All the rape allegations, and, and they, they extended this because of COVID lockdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I don't know how this has to do with, I don't know what this has to do with COVID, but the, uh, because of COVID, New York just suspended the, the uh, statute, statute of limitations on rape and sexual assault. So it opened up this window where if anybody ever raped you, you could sue them civilly during this amnesty period. And that period is closing. So right now you're about to get like anybody they need to get rid of, especially like right wing or anybody that's causing the Democrats trouble. They're about to get hit with like a rape lawsuit in New York. Yeah, well, it ran out allegedly or apparently, and I think the time is up. And so the ball dropped. And I got to say, I noticed a trend with some of the people uh, who were busted here. Maybe you can catch it. To New York now, where a flood of sexual assault complaints were filed over the last few days against some well-known names. It came just before a law waiving the statute of limitations for such claims was set to expire. CBS's Elaine Quijano reports that among those facing accusations are New York City Mayor Eric Adams, some high-profile celebrities, and now a former governor. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is the latest to be sued under the Adult Survivors Act. His then aide, Brittany Camisso, alleged he groped her in 2021. He put his hand up my blouse and cupped my breast over my bra. She's alleging continuous sexual harassment. Oh, he didn't even get his skin on skin. Ah, poor guy. God, I know. He was reaching, though. He was reaching for it. And trying. later resigned. In a statement, a lawyer for the former governor said, Ms. Camisso's claims are provably false, which is why the Albany District Attorney dismissed the case two years ago after a thorough investigation. Celebrities, including Jamie Foxx, Sean Combs, and Axl Rose, have also recently uh, been named in civil <laughs> lawsuits filed under the legislation. All have denied the claims. Signed by Cuomo's replacement, Governor Kathy Hochul, in 2022, it created a one-year window for adults to file suit against their alleged abusers and any institutions that enabled them, regardless of statutes of limitations. In all, about 3,000 lawsuits were filed. Some people One against Donald the- Trump. That literally did it just so they could get Donald Trump. That was yeah. the whole reason this thing was passed. Absolutely. So that E. Jean Carroll could sue Donald Trump. For a rape that may or may not have happened somewhere in the 80s, we're not sure really even where or if it happened. But it happened. <laughs> but it definitely happened. Just believe us. What season? <laughs> not sure. <laughs> rape or victims of sexual assault may not have viewed themselves in that light even years or decades ago. And these laws allow them to have time to change their perception, to realize that what happened to them did in fact include assault or rape, and to then vindicate their rights, bring these cases. It took you 10 years to realize what happened to you was a rape? 
I know. I don't know, I, man. I, I, well, maybe it wasn't a rape, I'm saying. Like, maybe you were just confused. I don't know, man. You notice all these people they got are Democrats, though. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Oh, no, no. They're all Democrats that are not playing ball. Oh, good call, my man. Oh, They're yeah. all Democrats who have called out Joe Biden for the border. They're all Democrats who have called out Biden for his age. They're all, uh, all of these are Democrats who are problem Democrats. Wow, man. And it's, dude, what, did we, what did I say a long time ago? They're on the train. They're throwing people off. There's, nobody, there's no Republicans to throw off in New York anymore. They're all in Florida. That's so right. Now, had, now who's the asshole on the train? Other Democrats that aren't Democrat enough. Wow, man. They're eating their own at this point, huh? That's what's happening. <laughs> Who else are you going to eat on that train, Frank? Oh, man. So you get the Italian white guy, right? And you get the uh, the black guy moguls who have a ton of money because you don't like them and they don't defend your policies, right? And I actually don't even know. Like, P. Diddy, probably a Republican, actually. Yeah. Although I love how you have in the notes that we already forgot about P. Diddy. Great ways to just pay it off. Just pay it off. Let it go away. That's incredible, right? Yeah. Well, I had that in the notes a few days ago because we did forget about P. Diddy. You know, we did yeah. this story. It happened last Friday. He paid it off in 24 hours. It was like Tuesday. Everyone forgot about P. Diddy. And then come Friday, he's like wrapped up in another lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> Along with, but he's getting overshadowed on this one by Cuomo and Mayor Adams. Well, that's what makes me think like Cuomo might have been trying to get back in because look, he did that thing on Bill Maher. Maybe oh, he, he was trying to do a run against Biden. Oh yeah. Oh, so you think this has a lot to do with just censoring the anti-Bidens out there? Absolutely, dude. Air, Mayor Adams is fucking. How I, all he talks about is the immigrant crisis now. We need to close. <laughs> that's the border. right. He yeah. sounds like a Republican. <laughs> Uh, well, then that means Michael Rapaport better watch his ass, because there's a sexual assault allegation coming his way. Oh, don't go to New York or California, buddy. You know what? You better go somewhere free, like Florida. <laughs> I think he lives in Boston, right? Isn't he? Or New York? He's a New York guy, I feel like. No, maybe more Boston. I think he's a Boston guy. He's got that accent. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that terrible accent. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, it, it is really funny seeing this uh, eating of their own, especially in New York. I assume we're going to see more of this going forward. It only means then that they're going to go after Gavin Newsom. This dude acted like he was already president when Xi Jinping came to California last week. Yeah, I think he... I don't think they're going to get rid of him. You talking about Biden? No, no, Newsom. No, they're not. No, he's he's trying to run, and they're probably, I think, not able to get rid of Trump either, so most likely they're going to have to do some sort of assassination coup d'etat attempt, I can only assume. Ooh, watch out for that heart, gun, heart attack gun there, Biden. That's right. Or well, I was thinking more Trump. Did you see the Business Insider article that came out the other day? It discusses what the Republican Party could do in the unfortunate scenario of Trump dying while he's running for re-election and is the leader of the party. No. Just, Mike, just a hypothetical, what <laughs> if, nothing crazy, nothing serious. It's not like we got heart attack guns that you know can take you out in five minutes, man. No way. 
let's just say Trump and RFK happen to die. And the 82-year-old man is fine. He lives through it. No, they literally put out a freaking article about what to do if Trump dies during the like at the end of the primaries and he's the uh, front runner. So here's the thing with the left, right? They have two scenarios they believe will happen. It's either Trump is running as the contender for the Republican Party in jail or in a casket. That's what they believe. <laughs> it's one or the other. It's so crazy. Well, Frank, it's the only way we could have democracy. <laughs> you have to either lock up the other guy or kill him. Democracy. <laughs> That's right. I'm, I'm we so wanna, stupid. We don't want to be like Cuba or something. You know? <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm really loving this whole thing where if anyone on the right were to put out some sort of article or op-ed about, hey, what would we do realistically if Biden were to croak during this race here? You know, like, people would be calling that evil and, you know, wishing death upon, you know, a Democrat and all this stuff. But we can openly yeah, discuss yeah, it with Trump. Dude, they don't have to. Because the, the left is printing stories about Biden dying and what are they going to do. And those guys are all now being sued in New York for rape. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, I really do believe there's probably mega major donors for the left, for the DNC, that are just hoping Biden croaks, man. Yeah, because it's really your best way out. He doesn't look good. What happened to his promise of stepping down? Remember, he was just going to be the bridge to the next guy one term. <laughs> That's right. Dude. He was going to defeat Trump, beat the Nazis. Yeah, lead the way anymore. for the Democrats. No, not anymore, dude. He's got to uh, be dark Brandon. I still don't know what that means, but he's dark Brandon, and he's... <laughs> He's fighting he's the dark night. Gotta Frank. stick around for four more years to fight the battle while he uh, suntans over in Delaware. <laughs> he's fighting the battle from the beach in Delaware, man. Come on, that's, Jack. That's why he's like the dark knight. Don't you remember? Bruce Wayne sits around telling other people what to do. Oh, that's right. Well, actually, not really. He just sits around doing nothing while other people tell other people what to do and run the country. Yeah, so I, I still have yet to figure out Dark Brandon. I'm closer to understanding TERFs than I am Dark Brandon. <laughs> TERFs, not 100%. I'm going to go, I know about 70% of what's going on with that phrase, but Dark Brandon, <laughs> I simply, and is it, am I saying it right? Is it Dark Brandon or is it Dark Biden? Oh, yeah, I think you got it right. No, it's Dark Biden. Biden, okay. Because remember, we used to, it used to be Let's Go Brandon. Is that, uh, that's where right. I confused it? Okay, yeah, but that's a yeah. call for the, from the right. That's right. Okay, so it's let's go Brandon, but then they have Dark Biden. Dark Biden. He's like the Dark Knight, you know? Okay, all right. He's saving us from the evil, protecting the good from the bad. He's not the hero you wanted, Frank. He's the hero we need. Wow, man. He should Come go. On. Uh, he should go do something with Chicago. Have you seen that place? <laughs> no, no, no. He doesn't want real challenges, Frank. He wants to fight things like, I don't know, Dead trannies. That's 20, right, man. 26 of them. Yeah, that's a problem I could solve. I watched a video online. It was a street camera shot of a car of thugs, and they get out holding shotguns and handguns, and they accost a young woman and take her things. And uh, as they're you know stealing her stuff, a passerby drives by in the largest fella of the group with a giant white puffy coat points the gun, the shotgun, at the van, and the van speeds off. 
And they, no, not only points it at the he waves him on with the gun. Oh, He's did, waving did you traffic see this video? with the gun. You saw it? Yes, I saw it. Oh, everybody in <laughs> Chicago's passing it around. It's the best video. It's you know, so amazing, man. Because it's, it's in a great neighborhood. This is a woman with a suitcase walking to, like, I think one of the blue line or something. Up I don't know, in she's Milwaukee. Something. Yeah. Yeah, she's on Milwaukee Avenue. I think she's walking to the train to go to the O'Hare or something. But That's it. The, the best part of the video is just a woman walking. She gets mugged by these four guys. They put, they're pointing guns, literally pointing guns right at her head. That's right. Right? They pat her down. They rob her. And then they drive off, and what, do, what does she do? It just turns around and heads back home. Yeah, you could see she flips them off and screams some sort of obscenity as well. So she got that out of her system as they were gone, and that's good. <laughs> feel good for her on that one. People, you got to move, or you need a dark, you need an actual Batman to save this Gotham City. We like it, Frank. We're going to vote for more of it. Actually, I heard our biggest problem is there's like three Republicans that still live in Chicago. That's right. <laughs> They're the problem. Not all these Democrats that are running for office. Not, you know, and actually, we need more black people in power. Right. More bla- well, I, well, I'm sorry. We have all black people now. We need more lesbians. Oh, yeah. Right. We need black lesbians <laughs> in power. Yeah, man. That's what I'm That's talking what about. We really need. Well, uh. <clears throat> It's definitely hard to <clears throat> get past our political differences these days. That's why <laughs> on, I gotta stop right there. Did you see the other video that came out of Chicago this weekend? I with the four fat with the four fat female cops. No, I did not see this one. I am very excited uh, to hear about it. This this car of you know the two black or two fat female cops. I think they're like Latino and white. I don't think it's what black maybe. I don't know. But the cops, the two walk up to this black man who's sitting down. They tell him to stand up, and then this other car comes for backup. It's two more chicks. So now you have four female cops. All right. This guy is towering over all of them. Oh, no. <laughs> Fights all four of them. Yeah. Literally just is tossing them around like rag dolls <laughs> oh, and gets away. He's gone. Don't even know where he is. There's a, yeah, they're looking for him. Right? There's yeah. <laughs> they're searching high and low. We got a crack team on this one. So, so yeah, we're doing really great in Chicago. Uh, that's incredible. Well, someone should recruit him to be your Batman. He can clearly take on multiple people at the same time. <laughs> so that's what I mean. Like that girl who got robbed. Like even if there was a cop there, it's probably two chicks. And what are they going to do with four guys with guns? They're going to sass you know? talk him, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, give him the old sass. <laughs> the old sass talk. <laughs> they give him the old Donna Brazil. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, we got we got political differences these days, and I often look to a place where it's free of political discourse. Uh, you know, an area, an arena, if you will, where we could put aside our differences and talk about the real issues in life. That's right. I'm talking about Club Random, Bill Maher show, show where he definitely <laughs> definitely doesn't talk about politics. You know, it's his refuge from the political world to you know just just kick back, smoke a cigar, drink some whiskey, and. Shoot the shit, my man. You know what I'm saying? Carefree, baby. Show his other side. That's not about politics. He's never thinking about politics. So Bill Maher decided to have Oliver Stone on the show. and they're <laughs> <laughs> A guy who's definitely not going to talk about politics. <laughs> and Bill Maher decides to broach the topic of the election being stolen and is then blown away by Oliver Stone's 
reaction. And, and what I love most is right at the beginning where Oliver Stone talks about authoritarianism. And for a split second, Bill Maher is agreeing with him until he realizes what he's talking about. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is, this is gold right here. All right. You people are welcome. Uh, here we go. We got uh, Oliver Stone on Bill Maher discussing uh, election fraud, voter fraud, interference, and authoritarianism. So it's, it's the law, the concept of authoritarian government that is really bothering me, and I think it bothers you. This authoritarian, yes, of course. Biden From, saying, well, you know, we take the vaccine, you, you know, and you have Yes, that, that's <laughs> one form of it. Um, I would say he didn't see that curveball. I'll tell you right. He thought he was going to say Trump. <laughs> and now, and now this this is where this entire conversation descends. Threatening us with is even worse, and and which is what? Well, I mean, he doesn't. Oh, the whole concede thing. elections. You know, the elections only count if we win. Theory of government. Uh, okay. Well, come on, you know, Trump has he still has not conceded the election. He has not conceded. He he does not honor the. Okay, I mean, do you know for a fact that uh, he he lost? I'm just curious. Okay, you're going to make I, me. I, I I just don't know all the facts okay. because. Well, I do. About... Is, is there a conspiracy theory you don't believe? Oh come on, Bill. Uh, but Oliver, you know I'm intelligent. Intelligent, of course you are, but look, this was the most fair, well-run election that we've had ever. Really? Yes. I don't know they, about that. Okay. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, if there's nothing that's just that such an ignorant comment to I say. I know, it's so it, insane. It's, it's clearly not your own thought. You know what I mean? That is something that's just been instilled in your brain by the media that you consume. That's such a like inauthentic thought. The most you know? fair election ever where most of the country mailed their votes in and we just mysteriously stopped counting votes at 2 a.m. till 4 a.m. and then the vote count skyrocketed for one guy. At the very least, can you at least, at least concede to us the fact that it was an abnormal election? Yes, thank you. Absolutely. Can you at least tell me it was an ad, ad, We could at, at least come to the common ground of abnormal election. Consider the circumstances. Lockdowns and masking and social distancing, the mail-in votes. Mail-in votes. This yeah. was a, an unusual election. Abnormal. If we could settle on ab, ab, abnormal because of the COVID. Like, I'm not even blaming one party or the right, other. Call, we'll, bl- we'll blame the virus. Maybe, can we blame, I don't know, BLM and Antifa too, just a nope, little bit? All right, nope, all right, nope, okay, fine, nobody, I'll concede. Nobody, no, okay, no, okay. we're not going to blame any all person. Right, all right, all it was right. purely COVID, the virus, that we that we definitely had to react to in the way we had to. Fine, we'll all agree, fine. But then on that note, we can agree that it was not a normal election. That is all, you know what I mean? Can we at least get that? I agree. <clears throat> I think that's a nice little spot to start with. Unfortunately, Bill Maher will never concede or accept that. that and that's what makes me, it, it makes it impossible for me to even, to even entertain anything you have to say about the election. Well, and Bill you know Maher, I mean? self-professed uh, centrist here. Centrist? Yeah, I know. Right. I love man it. Yeah, man I love in the it. middle, Bill Maher, right? <laughs> Never voted for a Republican in his life. Man in the middle. <laughs> Centrist. Bill Maher. <laughs> yeah, man. man in the middle. Talking about, how, talking about how this is the most fair election ever. He used the word ever. Actually, fuck Club Random. You should just call it Club Middle. We ride the middle here, people. 
Is that a yellow line running through my studio? <laughs> this is the middle of the lane, baby. <laughs> That's right, man. He should have a traffic light behind him, always on the yellow. Always on the... <laughs> Right in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> right in the middle, people. <laughs> oh, let's hear this guy ride that middle. Don't slip. <laughs> this is my motorcycle rider. <laughs> All right, I got a little more on this. Bill is losing his mind. I love it. Be said or argued that would convince you. I think what shocked people and, was and then this called the, the closed Trump won so many, uh, got so many votes. You know that was what the, was shocking that he did so well compared to what he was expected to do. Right, because we believed all. Why don't the you believe East he Coast, could have lost? We believed all the East Coast, the media, the elite that he was going to fail, and boom, yes. we were, they were wrong. Ah, right. we would love to see them being wrong, don't we? The media elite, because they really well, hated. A lot, they they yeah. went too far in hating. In, in dumping on Trump. And people don't like that in America. You're right. They don't like dumping on Trump. You're right. And they did it too much. Hey, I thought that was a nice, sensible response from Oliver Stone. Yeah, I like that. I think he kind of nailed it, actually. What bothered people the most is the, the excessive hate, the Trump derangement syndrome. My God. It, and it's boiled over worse. I saw this hilarious clip of uh, Jim Brewer doing his stand-up where he mocks people with the Trump derangement syndrome. Yes. And it is over the top, absolutely hilarious, and completely spot on. <laughs> like, it's why his numbers go up every time you indict him and sue him. and do, You know what I mean? People are like, every, every lawsuit you open up against him is a red pill for one more person. Yes, actually, yeah. absolutely. You guys man. are the manufacturers of the red pill at this point. It's pretty wild. I, I've been loving, personally, Morning Joe, Joe Scarborough, and Mika Brzezinski. Br Brzezinski? Oh, man, I'm so Brzezinski. racist. Yeah, but, I, you know, she's Polish, so I think I could be racist with the Poles. Did you see that video going around by her on, on Twitter? I saw on a few. X. I almost clipped them. Um, maybe I did clip one. I might have it in the archive there, but... Well, I do. We could do it in the next show. I have Joe Scarborough on Thursday or Friday doing the fascist checklist for Donald Ooh, Trump. No, 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 no. That's an old clip of uh, Mika Brzezinski. Ooh, oh, like yeah. 2013. Oh, this is juicy. Oh, my God. Lay it on me, man. I'm oh, ready for this. Even earlier. Oh, I, think yeah. to, I think it was actually like 2004. Is this when she was like a Russian spy whore? Yeah, dude. No, it's like 2004. <laughs> uh, she just gets out of this like charity that she runs. And uh, this guy asked her, it's somebody from like CNN or something, asked her about Trump. And they're talking so lovingly about him. And she's like, yeah, he's, the, he's a really great guy. He donates to this charity all the time. Wow. Oh, that's what it was. They were like honoring him at this thing. Wow, man. And then uh, the guy is like, did he give you $100,000 like he gave everybody else? And her face just drops. Like she was not expecting that question. And then she walks away. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and it goes back to what that, Trump dude. said during the first campaign in 2016, where he's like, all these people were my friends. They all lined up smiling, talking good about me, taking my money, That's right, to dude. my parties. Yeah. And then they put the, he put the arm next to his name, and that was it. He became Hitler. It's really weird. I can't pinpoint Trump in the social circles of this you know, Manhattan, New York scene with the major players. He kind of would yuck it up with folks like the Clintons and what have you, but 
He, he was raised in that culture, but Frank. But he really wasn't, like, down with the Epstein as much as, you know, it kind of turns out he wasn't really on the Lolita Express. Like, he, he wasn't... It doesn't strike me like Trump was really in the club, which is why he was always treated like such an outsider. Like the club club, like the elitist club, the Clinton club. They probably didn't like him. He was probably really hard to, like, corrupt because he doesn't drink, he doesn't do drugs. He, and he admits to the womanizing. Yeah, but he also loves banging women. That's what I mean, just regular women, and that's why he's open. Like, really think about it. All these guys are banging endless amounts of women. He's the only one that admits it, tells you who he's fucking. Look at this porn star I fucked. <laughs> that's you right, know? dude. Well, how much do you want me to pay you? Sure. Cut him a check. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can go on any Jimmy show you want and talk about my penis. Yeah. I don't care. I'll even supply and, uh... the carrots. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> Everyone will lose their minds. <laughs> the carrots it's, it's really hard to like that's why it's really hard to nail them with shit that's why they have a hard time with him in the media and like controlling people's support for him and probably just controlling what he says man i mean a lot of the epstein stuff it, you know with the Gislaine maxwell her father's ties to Mossad. it just the whole thing truly reeks of all of these very influential people currently running the system right now are incredibly blackmailed and compromised, and there are these foreign agents and assets and countries that, you know, can just control even the words they speak to the press and to regular people, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, can you imagine being that censored? Whereas Trump, right, Trump sees something that pisses him off on the helicopter ride on CNN, and he's storming off the flight and running across the lawn and screaming at the press, like letting anything fly out of his mouth. Yeah, but that's not good either. We need something in between. We need a guy that's on the outside that can control himself, you know? Well, it's definitely how we ended up with Space Force. It already existed, but Trump was so fucking pissed off, he had to just scream something. Let's talk about Space Force, baby! Space Force!